Hello and welcome to another episode of the Nothing But Football podcast. I'm sure by now you know what it is. We're going to be giving you everything football related. First of all, my friends and fellow co-hosts, on the far left over there, we've got Chris, a.k.a. Uncle Curtis. Mm, how are you, Lucas? Doc? How are you, Potion? What's up, my man, Chris? Yeah, all good. All good. All good. You feeling good there, po- uh, Mr. Chris? I'm not, dog. My weekend was terrible. <laughs> I was ruined on Sunday at 9.30. <laughs> and I went to sleep at midnight. And <laughs> I slept at one, bro. We will, we will definitely get <laughs> into that. You know, you know what's the, funny, the worst about it? I got robbed the next morning, dog. <laughs> <laughs> Life can be tough. Yeah, and to my immediate left, I've got Mr. Potion. Hey, what's up, guys? How are you doing? Hope it was a good weekend. Can't say the same. But anyway, we move. <laughs> and myself, uh, I'm Lucas. But now, before we get into... <laughs> before we get into the football, um, obviously football-related, it's been quite a... Yeah, we've lost it's, some it's, legends. It's, it's been a tragic week. So so just after we recorded the last, um, the last episode, we got the news that... Um, Diego Maradona passed away, as well as African legend Papa Buba Diop. Yeah. I think I, I think let's let, let's let's first start off at uh, at um, at Diego Maradona, because we're a, we're a generation maybe just after. I think uh, uh, Argentina wins the World Cup in '86. Mm. We're born after that. Mm. Um, but I, but I think for me, I think the most iconic thing is uh, his goal against England, where he I dribbles that whole team. No, well, the hand of God, but where he dribbles that whole team from the center circle, oh, yes. stops, pauses, dribbles the guys, whatever. In every era, if I see that goal right now, it still looks beautiful. The closest thing that came to that was that Messi goal for Barcelona where he ran half the pitch mm. and took everybody on. But yeah, you can't replicate things like yeah. that. You can't replicate things. That, that goal still looks beautiful. And, and you know, ju- just that goal encapsulates a moment as to, you know, why that generation says it's the best player they've ever watched. Mm. Yeah, no, I believe that mm. he he really was one of a kind. I mean, he lived he lived a life he lived wilder than many soccer players. So yeah, rest in peace to him. Mm. Gave us great memories. Gave us great memories. Even after the World Cup, dog, when he was coaching Argentina, yeah, when he was watching Argentina at the World Cup, dancing with random Nigerian women yes. in the sweet Which boxes. Which World Cup was that? Was yeah. that the that was recently. It was, it was the last uh, World Cup. It was the last World Cup, yeah. Oh, so that man, he lived life to the fullest, man. Mm. Like, uh, he died at sixty, but that man lived. He yeah, lived. yeah, he, de- he definitely did. One, one of one of the best quotes I saw from him was um, was uh, when you were talking about uh, going to party with uh, Pablo Escobar. <laughs> when Escobar was in the prison that he created, that he built himself. Yeah. So Maradona said he had um, one of the best times and parted with some of the most beautiful women he's seen in his life. And that was while Pablo Escobar was in prison. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. That man yeah. lived, though. That man lived. Yeah, that, that man, man lived. lived. <laughs> and and shout, shout out to, to Papa Buba Diop, um, Premier League. Premier I wouldn't League go also. as far as to say shout out. I'd probably say oh. rest in peace. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm celebrating his yes. memory. My yeah, bad, my you. bad, my bad. Don't pull peace signs out now. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but uh, yeah, a, a pre- Premier League le- legend. Um, played for Fulham, uh, played for West Ham, played for Birmingham. Uh, I think he won the FA Cup with Portsmouth. With Portsmouth was yeah. was was part of that very exciting um, Senegalese team in the 
2002 World Cup was yeah, 2002. Yeah, opening game. Yes. Yeah. Haji Dwarf went to Liverpool. Amazing. Right after that. Amazing. Again, may may our legends rest in peace. Um, and all love and light be with their with their families and followers and everyone touched by by their sad passing. Mm. But here we are again, guys, and it's been another week in football. I think we, you know, you know, lo- last week we touched on on the results and the specific results because it was, you know, a significant point in the season. You know, yeah. nine nine games in, it's a quarter of the season. I think the table's going to start to take shape from here, mm. and and and. I, I, I don't know. I, I like the way we, we, we got into all the games, but I don't think we necessarily have to delve in as deep. I think there, there is games that we definitely do have to get into. Like this weekend, the game of the weekend, the place to start was Chelsea Tottenham. Uh, like I said in last week's uh, episode, uh. Mourinho's going to go for a draw. I do not see it being any worse than that. And we got a no-known draw. Uh, so typical Mourinho as always do not lose to the opposition away from home you'll beat them at home when you have fans but I hope they don't get fans up until they play them at home so I can see if Mourinho does still have that advantage but we'll see because as I said that that man's football not for me boring Mr. Potion now now that's that's looking at a little bit of the Mourinho Spurs side of it what do you think of the Chelsea end in that game? Um, I think they they were taking it easy because it is a top six team. Also, from Chelsea's point of view, you're going against the top side in the Premier League. Mm. I'm sure Lampard probably walked in thinking a point wouldn't be a bad idea, you know, a, a bad result. Yeah. So I think that they, he kind of was okay with the point. Yeah. So yeah, it was a decent result for him. Yeah. They did try out their luck in the game. I watched some of it, but I got bored. I won't lie to you. <laughs> I, I stopped watching it yeah. because it got boring. I fell asleep on the couch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 think, I think it was a good point for both teams. Yeah. Um, I think, I think as, much as, you, as, as much as you're saying, uh, Jose Mourinho, you know how he comes in. He comes in defensively too. Um, but I didn't think Chelsea was that inv- adventurous in this game either. Yeah. He got, I think Frank Lampard got that pragmatic approach from... Mourinho yeah. to say let's not lose this game yeah. so I think he was a bit afraid after he saw what uh, uh, Spurs did to Man City the weekend before yeah alright he was thinking Man City is probably a better team than mine and they lost 2-0 why would I go and open play the same open approach that Man City did and then risk losing on the counter attack mm. which is why again I say I'll never like Mourinho <laughs> for that type of football he plays against top teams because guys will always talk no but he's got record points he's got record number of goals it's okay to go beat an under 13 side 13 no I don't care about that alright <laughs> so it's an extreme example right yeah, yeah. but if you're going to be playing the top sides alright I want to see some attacking flair in it I just don't want to see you sit back defend get a 1-0 and be happy I can't imagine watching that over two legs in the Champions League I'll now, be, now, now I like Mourinho but I kind of agree with what you're saying um, but to be fair, to what you're saying, to what end? To what end? I love sexy to, football. To, to, you love sexy football when a result happens, or are you comfortable sexy football, nil nils, your team finishes not at the top? I don't mind at all. Uh, those trophies are not my trophies. Yeah, yeah. If I wake up every Saturday and I'm like, we're going to get another nil nil, yeah. why am I watching this game? I'm there to be entertained. 
yeah. I'm not entertained when I watch Mourinho play. I've never been entertained when watching a Mourinho game, especially against top four. Yeah. Now, if he goes and beats, it's like the Man City Burnley game. Man City's been thumping Burnley 5 0 for the past four seasons at yeah. the Etihad. Yeah. That's exciting, man. But, yeah, I would rather watch that than watch the 0 0. Fair enough, fair enough. But and obviously, who'd want to watch a game <laughs> where no one scores? <laughs> where no one scores. Yeah. Uh, Miss, Mr. Potion. Mm. Who's this result better for? I think we're we're not really going to get into the game per se because there wasn't that yeah, much activity in the game. Happened. I think there were some snapshots from a couple of guys. Reese James put in some good crosses, but no one connected to them. Emmy Abraham. The only thing that I yeah. remember is the Timo Werner disallowed goal. Harsh. Yeah. The only thing I remember from that game. Yeah. Yeah. So terrible. So so Mr. Potion, who 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 do you think this result is better for? Uh, I like, think if you look at the bigger picture, it's better for Tottenham. How, how so in the bigger picture? They're still number one. Chelsea two points behind them. Yeah, mm. essentially. Um, I'll just have to check because I do think that Chelsea has the worst uh, run of fixtures like coming up. Yeah, they're they, they playing us this weekend. I'll check. Yeah. So, but we'll lose. If you can just show me there on the screen. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> I'll get to that now. Yes. I think it's best. I think that they, uh, Chelsea's going to have the harder run of games. And Tottenham, I think they only like hard game. Well, not really hard game, but they're going to be playing against us soon. So that's the only one where I can well, look at. Think, who, who do you think uh, Marie Jose is going to play for his Europa League squad over the weekend, over this Thursday? Because it's Europa League on Thursday. Mm-hmm. Arsenal have qualified. Uh, in their group, it's still a toss-up. Yeah. All right? And they also play on Thursday. So if we play them on Saturday, do you see Mourinho playing full-strength team to make sure he gets into Europa League? Or nah? I think he's going to play second-string side and then put his uh, strong bench players like the Canes, uh, who else? The Sons. I wouldn't say Ndombele necessarily, but he's going to put a strong uh, players on the bench just in case something does go wrong because Europa yeah. is very unpredictable. Every European competition these days is unpredictable. Yeah. Anyone could catch hands. Yeah. Yeah. So you don't want to come there with a cocky attitude and end up yeah. landing with so, spilled milk all over you. So, so ju- just, just, to, just to that point um, uh, Mr. Potion was making just in relation to Chelsea's next round of fixtures, in in the Premier League, they have uh, Leeds United at home, Everton away, Wolves away, and then West Ham at home. I don't think that's a bad run of fixture. So I think that's a very good point for them to get leading mm. into that. Yeah, into that Chelsea. Oh, that's, that's Chelsea. A, so that's yeah. decent yeah. run of fixtures. Yeah, uh, I see them having a problem with Leeds though, because Leeds will give you hands if you're not on your game on the day. True. true West Ham. <laughs> West Ham. Guys, they fifth from the law. <laughs> yeah. Moyes is doing wonders yeah. that side. I I think I think Spurs has the harder run. Yeah. Right Spurs' next game is Arsenal. What time? At, what at time kickoff over there? What time? It's at uh, half past six on no, the side of going to sleep angry. I get it. <laughs> I get it. No, but also I believe time because if yeah. Charles, Tottenham are playing away in the Europa League, yeah, it will affect what team he even chooses. Because even if you have to fly with Harry Kane in them too. Uh, whatever country they're going to be going to in Europa <laughs> yeah. League, right? Yo, those players are going to be tired, even if they don't spend a, a minute on the pitch. So, yeah. it, does Arsenal not have a Europa League game too? We, 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 we top do. of the group qualify. Yeah, but you have a game on yeah, the same Thursday. They have uh, a game. 
we have our position guaranteed compared to Tottenham. Yeah, yeah. Their group is tighter. Uh, Arteta can say, well, all my first team players are staying at home. Okay. okay. Simple as that. And we're going to play at home, I think. Okay, fair, fair, fair enough. But just back to the fixtures. So they have Arsenal uh, at home, Crystal Palace away, Liverpool away, then Leicester at home in the next four games. I think... I think it's a tough run of fixtures for them. So I think, again, like I said, the point is good for both teams. I think Chelsea gets to go into um, into a run of easier games, having not lost. Um, Spurs goes into a run of tough games, but also having not lost. Um, so, so I, I, I think, I think, I think it was a good result result for both teams. Like we say, um, Spurs stay top. Um, Chelsea, Chelsea is two points away from them. I think, let, let's let's go on to maybe the biggest result of the weekend. <laughs> all, all expected, because we know they do this every year. Yeah. But Man City gave uh, Burnley five goals to nil. They I think it's hands. important to talk about this one before, because we noted last week that City had only scored 10 goals in eight games. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So this obviously brings their goal-scoring stats back up, probably gives them more... Um, confidence in that in in the forward play we have a hat trick by Morris. Chris how, how, how do you how do you see how do you see that game how do I see that in, game in it was a game that if we're being honest if I was a betting man I should have bet that they were going to knock Burnley 5-0 again because at the 80th they keep on giving them 5-0s mm. all right the players that scored is Morris he hasn't really scored for Man City this season mm. but he did score so a hat trick yeah. a hat trick uh, give him credit for those three goals uh, the other player who scored was who? Who were the other two players? I forget, but they weren't strikers. Oh, sorry, uh, Torres scored one. Ferran Torres. Ferran yeah. Tor- Torres scored one. And Benjamin Mendy. And Benjamin Mendy. But then again, it's one of those things where I think City will struggle this season. They do not have a recognized striker who is scoring goals. Mm. Jesus was on the pitch for another 90 minutes or however many minutes he was on the pitch for. He did not score a goal. Again, fair enough, his goal was disallowed, but if you are scoring five, your team is scoring five. Yeah. Right? If you're a top striker, you're getting one goal in that game. Yeah. Like, I cannot imagine in the past where Arsenal will thump a team 7-2 and Henri doesn't get a goal. I can't imagine a goal where, a game where Van Nusseroy is playing for Man United, they win 5-0 and he does not get one goal yeah. on the pitch. Though. If Kuno Guerrero was on that pitch and they're winning 6-0, how does he not get one goal? Yeah. So I think they'll still have the same problem. I'll see how they play this weekend because I don't believe the <sighs> finishing problem is sorted out as yet. Yeah. Because yeah. if we are being honest, it's Burnley for the past four years. They've beat them 5 0, 20 0 aggregate over yeah. the past four games. Yeah. And, and, and Mr. Mr. Potion, I think, I think like, he, like he says, it's to sort of be, be expected um, mm-hmm. in terms of the result. Um, but obviously City not having their strikers on the score sheet somehow with finding something wrong in this game but City is generally a team that spreads out their goals yeah I think well before we go further about that topic I'd just like to point out that Burnley is 19th on the table Mm. and they've had a long run of losing streaks ever since they flew that plane over that said white lives matter (laughs) oh oh, just so you can't you can't feel sorry for them even their captain was very very like ashamed after that game Mm. so yeah you're gonna get hands you're gonna keep getting hands because of your your stupid fan base Mm -hmm. so but besides that um 
you are right uh pep doesn't necessarily like playing that game where goals come from a single you know avenue he prefers that you know any position can be a goal threat so yeah i'm not surprised that jesus didn't score because he's been off form as well uh when you're off form you don't put yourself out there in opportunities and players don't trust you as much as they normally would so yeah. i think that's maybe the only reason why he didn't find himself in scoring positions so yeah he's no for I don't see the point in, in, of him in the team if Ooh. he's not scoring goals. Gabriel Jesus, fair point. I do not see the point. He does not do well with hold-up play. Uh, he he's linking play. Okay, I don't watch Man City. I that think often. his link-up play is very good. No, his link-up play is good. I get what you're saying when you say Firmino. Even though he doesn't score, you can see you can still see his impact. Yeah. But yeah, he's also still a good. He's a good player. He makes the runs. The It'll be hard for me to say this for a Brazilian guy, but uh, Gabriel Jesus, Emil Hiski, same position. No, just a better finish. Okay, okay, wait, okay, wait. That's explain. And we're back, guys. Um, Typical South African issues. (laughs) (laughs) No shit. Our cuts dog. It's a new way of new life now. What can you say? But at least we're back. Must be fortunate that they didn't do the whole night. Hey, hey. We're here. <laughs> mm. Now, where were we before we cut off? I was saying Gabriel Jesus is Emil Hiski to me. And I'll let you guys know why. Yeah. Before we cut, we we're talking about he does not score goals, but his link-up play is good. Right? That's all Hiski did at Liverpool. Right? Now, Gabriel Jesus is a better player overall. But if you're going to talk about squadro, if he's not scoring goals as a striker, I'm going to compare him to Hiski. I think it's a bit harsh because I, I'm not sure about uh, Jesus's uh, record, his goal scoring record. But I think he is the the second most scoring Brazilian in the league, like yeah, ever, all time scorer. How many Brazilians have we had? Yeah, we, we didn't have R nine. We didn't have Ronaldinho. We didn't have lethal Brazilians in the league. Yeah, we have Firmino. No, I get you. I get you. Firmino is the all time top scorer of. Uh, in the, Bra- uh, in the yeah. Brazilian category, but let's give him credit. Like I think comparing him to Heskey is a bit cruel. Heskey, <laughs> no, listen. Heskey did his job. No, Heskey did his role in the time. But like, I think he got a lot of slack. So we must remember yeah. that. I respect Heskey. I respect. Him. I think I think you're reaching with that one quite a bit, though. I see where you're going with it. In that they held the ball up, so they're the same player. Mm. But let's look at how they did it. Jesus holds the ball up by running with it. Good touches. Heskey held the ball up kind of like Fellaini. That's far. Aren't you going quite far? So what? By twerking on players, basically. (laughs) Like a Z-like movement. (laughs) Pretty much. And he's comparing that to... But to me, it doesn't matter how you get to the end goal. If he's not scoring goals as a striker, don't get that nigga in my team. Hmm. Right, link up play is great, cool. Yeah, but when he's playing against six foot eight centre backs, he's doing a good job, or we're getting somebody else to play, or we're changing tactics. Nah, so to me, he's Hesky, Hesky light. Although he is the better player, <laughs> he's just a shorter version of Hesky. That's all I can say. All right, and all this right. is not based on skill or anything. Just they rolled in the team. I really don't know why, but Hesky light just sounds so harsh. <laughs> it's it's <laughs> very very harsh. Let's 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 go on to a team which we. Thought the season had strikers better than Heskey. Everton lost again. 
to yeah. Leeds United. I'll let you guys handle it first. I got my strong opinions on Everton. Uh, I think fantasy points. Calvert Lewin did not save me. Too. Yeah, he he ruined. Me. <laughs> he didn't do me any favors. But I think it's one of those. Uh, I'm not going to check historically how. Uh, the fixtures were between the two teams but I always feel like Leicester always believed that they were better historically Leeds. than no Leeds. no sorry <clears throat> Leeds yeah Leeds thought they were better than Everton historically yeah so I think it's just that mentality of like yeah although in history what's this Everton are the fourth best team in England somewhere there if not really Everton mm-hmm. yeah. Everton used to be the ish before Liverpool was the ish but now we're talking back in the 1950s yeah. 1960s no but I was going to so. say before Leeds took their hiatus I wouldn't be surprised if Everton has more trophies than Chelsea so do get you, that team out of here too <laughs> do you know how, do you know how Liverpool started actually funny story yeah. how Liverpool football club started yeah. Everton used to play at Anfield Okay, oh, okay, right? okay, I don't know the story. Continue. Everton used to play at Anfield and then they wanted a bigger stadium. So then they moved to Goodison Park. Yeah. The guys left over with Anfield now created Liverpool <laughs> FC. Oh, that, that it makes sense. Very interesting. It makes yeah. sense why Everton hates Liverpool. How do so you much. know this? Like, <laughs> where do you go and look for this stuff? How do you know this? Even in the last episode, you come up with these weird quotes. Like, Thank you, but how do you know this? I like weird things about <laughs> football. <laughs> no, but that's very interesting, actually. But you were saying, guys, the Everton game, how did you guys feel about that game? Yeah. Besides fantasy points, I didn't really care about the game. Yeah. Like, but watching Everton, the way they've gelled this year, like, it's it's been a revelation to watch. They're that team that you didn't expect them to find their way so quickly. But they did. But it seems as though the little problems are coming into light. I, I think I think it's a case of where you realize that your whole squad has to be good. Yeah. Right? Because they have good players in particular areas. And while that was the new thing, there's Hamas Rodriguez here. He plays the ball like this to um, Calvert-Lewin. Calvert-Lewin has the one-touch finishes. Mm. Um, Richarlison runs, runs at goal. Eventually, teams will realize stop them. Then your center back has to pass. You yeah. have Michael Keane. And everything else. You have Yerimina. You have a good team, but they still need to. They still need to climb a I few got a levels strong, for me. Couple of strong opinions about Everton. First hmm. of all, I have to go off on people on Twitter that were saying Hamas Rodriguez is the greatest thing to happen to the Premier League when he had all those assists. Nigga, the Spanish league sucks. The Italian league sucks. The German league sucks. Stop trying to push this La Liga whatever that they play better technically. We don't care about better technically. Am I entertained? I'm not. All right? So don't tell me about Hamas was at bench at Real Madrid. He did nothing. He got two assists, a couple of goals early on in the season. Where's your boy at? Everton on a four-game winning losing streak. Not even Arsenal is that bad on a losing streak. <laughs> Right, and you're talking about nah. So that's my first point. These guys who watch La Liga say La Liga is great. Say you enjoy it. Say you enjoy the technicality of it, but move on trying to say La Liga is the best league in the world. It's not. We know English as England as cows, but it's more entertaining, which is what makes it the best <laughs> yeah. league in the world. Yeah. Right. Moving on to Everton properly. When I was watching Everton early on in the season, when they were winning games, my biggest problem is they were conceding too many goals. Right. Yeah. So. Moving forward, they're brilliant, right? But then I expect Calvert-Lewin to go on a dry spell at some point this season. 
Mm-hmm. I expect James Rodriguez to go on a dry spell in terms of assists. It's his first season league, first season in the league. Yeah, he's gonna get injured. Yeah, right. So yeah. now you, I've removed your main assist maker. I've removed your top striker. It makes sense to me why Ancelotti is saying that if Arsenal, if Ozil uh, is still in the Premier League and comes to me on a free next season, I'll take him. Mm. Right, because that's another player that would give you assists. Right, mm. but Richarlison, great player, but. He's not going to give you 20 consistently. Right? I think he can. He can, but he hasn't done it. So, when has he done? 20 goals a season? I don't think he's done it in the Premier League yet. He'll do mm. it eventually. Mm. He'll do it eventually. He, he, but I just feel he, like... You know, but what I'm he trying said to get... He has a good number of goals. And remember, he was playing as a as a wide forward, okay. a sort of winger who scored, who scored those goals. He's not really been saying... Okay, fine. Then forward. they need to find a better player for uh, per Dominic... Patrick, what, what, Lewin. Right? Cool. Then... My fantasy hero. (laughs) Your fantasy hero. But then you look at Everton in the defense. Those guys were leaking goals left, right, center. There was a couple Mm. of people that were saying, nah, they can do well. And I'm like... Coleman is older. I'm like, no. No. Seamus Coleman got injured, I think, in the first two games or something like that. Mm. I can't remember. Don't quote me on this one, but he yeah, is injured. So he's not ben playing. Free was quite a the few best games. way I can put uh, Everton, uh, look at the back four. Mm-hmm. Name me the back four. Lucas Dina, Michael Keane, Yeri Mina, Seamus Coleman, if he's fit, but it's been Ben Godfrey, I think. Which of the back four can fit into an Arsenal squad and be better? Into Arsenal current squad. Lucas yeah. Dina. Yeri Mina. Nah. Yeah. Nah. Yeri Mina in place of who? Gabriel. All right, all right, but 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 that's in, how but in, no, but in fairness, in fairness, if 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 you want to have the comparison to Arsenal, let's go on to Arsenal. Um, Arsenal played a, a home match against uh, Wolverhampton Wanderers. Um, the score ended two um, one two Wolves. Where, you can start. Where where did where did we start in this game? Because I I was I was looking forward to watching this game because. I think Arsenal's team right now is, is 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 a bit physical. Yeah. And I wanted to see them coming up against another physical team because I just wanted to see what that would look like. Mm. Um, and it was and it was interesting to see. I think Adama Traore and that did did have um, quite an influence in the game physically. I thought Arsenal Arsenal was a bit unlucky in the game. Yeah. Arsenal to, was a bit unlucky. To tell you the, the truth, I feel like. Tactically, uh, Arteta made some wrong decisions hmm. because I think it was the last time we played Wolves. We played them last season, and it was the tactical masterclass that he had. We played Ainsley Maitland Niles on the left wing, and Maitland Niles essentially marked Triore out the game. Hmm. And like everyone was raving about them, and that's how Wolves actually said, Hey, we want this guy. Because I think they had a feeling that Doherty might might yeah. go. Yeah. So he was supposed to be the replacement player. Mm. And then they decided to play Tyranny uh, as the mm-hmm. guy who's covering uh, Maitland Niles. And yeah, basically Triori had fun with him. I mm. think we should have went five at the back again against that Wolves team. Mm. Lack of creativity again. So five at the back. Maybe con- don't concede a goal. We might get a lucky goal with Aubameyang on the top. I'm tired of watching Arsenal in the league. What would five at the back have given you? Uh, tyranny on the left of the three oh. centre backs. Yeah. And Niles yeah. on the left hand side. Would Co- have done what? 
he pocketed a drama trial last time. Okay. Oh, um, that's I'm trying to see where he's going. I think I don't notice these slight jabs. <laughs> no, I'm trying to. This thing is trying with to the formation. Yeah. yeah. No, but so yeah. Saying, no, mm. I'm just joking mm. with you. But mm-hmm. I get you. Uh I, I think. Uh, I don't know. Saka didn't really have a, any a game that I, I don't remember what? his performances necessarily. But at the same time. I, I'm not going to take a 19-year-old kid and put Arsenal's problems at his feet. Yeah. So he had a, a game where he didn't do much. I don't blame him at all. Yeah, true. He got into the England squad. He's doing well. He's been... Last week against... Uh, when we lost against who? Or oh, when we drew with against Leeds. Yeah. He came on the pitch. He made us look like he's going to score. So mm. I don't expect that type of consistent performance every week from him. But I'm going to put this squarely at the manager's feet. Put, Give me some creative players. Put, put what at the manager's feet? That is not the lack of creativity. Players. Okay, okay. Yeah, because now well, if 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 I can ask you a question, Mister Potion. Um, lo- last week, um, Arsenal had a no-no draw at Leeds, and we kind of said Leeds played better than them. Yeah. So this week, did Arsenal at least correct the performance? They kind of did, but it's just I think Wolves killed us on the counter. Mm. They were prepared with Podence and Neto. Mm. Uh, the guys just ran. Adama Traore was the one creating the space. And then those two just basically ran. Like, because we feared Traore. And then to a point where we ignored Neto and Podence. And those ended up being the two guys that scored. Because we feared one player so much after Jimenez got injured. So I believe that, yeah... Would you expect your manager to have seen that? Because, I mean, Wolves tend to play a consistent 11. Um, <clears throat> if you've been paying attention in the last three games mm. with Wolves, I've been paying attention because of the fantasy. They've been getting me points. Mm-hmm. So, if you've noticed, uh, Neto and Podence have been having a little... Uh, like a little... Job share. Yes. Yeah. They, they've been going up. In, in terms of scoring goals and creating chances. Yeah. yeah. So, if the coach had been monitoring the Wolves' performances, I believe that he would have seen, as soon as uh, as soon as Jimenez got injured, he would have seen that some, like, this is their plan B. But once uh, Jimenez got injured, they assumed, ah, okay, we've got this game now. Top goal scorer is injured. Mm. We can basically just have our way. But on a side point, right? Mm. That's what I have against uh, the more tactical, astute managers, right? The ones who concentrate too much on tactics and say, hey, let's have a plan B. Sometimes I want to play a manager to go, my team is better than yours. You beat my squad, right? So, irrespective of what you believe the other coach is going to do, here's what I'm going to train my team on, yeah. right? Mm. And that's where I believe you get beautiful football. Like, when you watch Ronaldinho play, do you think he cares about what other players are doing in training? <laughs> that, that man is on some, I'm going to get on the pitch, I'll dribble you, you will not be better than me. Okay. All right. But you see, the problem now is that I believe that Arteta is doing what you're saying because he believes that no matter what side we play, we're going to do the same thing, i.e. keep position. But I get what you're saying then, but to me, he's still very technically rigid but yeah yeah that's the thing he He's, tells people to no. go in their roles like with Pepe when he plays Pepe 
Hey, defend. Hey, Joe, leave Pepe up top there. I find similarities in him than Unai Emery. Mm. Of that thing as in like, hey, guys, essentially it looks like if those guys lose position, they'll be in shit. So what I'm hearing is you're both questioning the manager at different angles. What's, yes. What's he doing right? For me, what, what he's doing right? What, what, is, what does Arsenal have to build on? Because uh, this is a run of bad results now. I think it's the creativity and not necessarily that we don't have creative players. It's the sense of nominate certain players to basically take those risky passes. We don't take risky passes. So, so and, and to Mr. Curtis, I'm asking, what is it that Arsenal are getting right? Structure and defense. Structure and defense. Structure I know we considered defense. two goals of the past weekend, but in general, structure and defense. It's well. To me, where I feel he went wrong, uh, he overcorrected something and it's too much structure. Uh, kind of like Pep. You know, I think mm. somebody said Pep. It was you who told me, Lucas. Pep with these, in soccer, there's normally 12 zones. He put 15, what, 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 what. Yeah. Don't move away from your block. No, I do not want to see that at my football club. It's boring. If I'm going to see whoever on the right wing consistently... I'm not going to watch that because I'm not, okay, yeah. sharp, the ball is going to end up, which is what I hate I, I, I hate about pep football. <laughs> so move away from that structure. Sometimes give players free-flowing football. Ronaldinho is great because he's Ronaldinho. This is why Messi, Messi just has a bit more, how do I put this? He has a bit more style. Not style, discipline than Ronaldinho. Okay. Right, okay. which is why lifestyle-wise, lifestyle-wise, so, yes. So, so if if I can if I can just explain one thing first, uh, what he's alluding to there is most coaches um, divide the pitch into twelve pieces. Hmm. Um, Pep Guardiola um, divides it actually into fourteen pieces, and if you can just imagine a cake that's sort of cut in lines and then cut across, and then there's weird things that he does. Listen, I don't know this that well. There's weird things that he does that in maybe one channel, not more than two players can be in that channel. So because he likes his wingers high and wide, the fullbacks will now come into central midfield. Mm. That's with, 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 the, with the whole pep thing. But that system gave you probably the best team I've seen in my life. Um, that Barcelona Champions League winning team under pep, the... Um, Bayern Munich team, the Man City team. The Bayern Munich team yeah. never like, excited yeah, those, me. You're, think, you're arguing against structure I think or he, too much structure. I think he Bayern Munich out of that. Well, uh, let me put it this way, right? I've never watched a Man City game and been excited. I've never watched a Bayern Munich game under Pep and been excited. But I did watch Barcelona under Pep and be excited because of Messi. They score a lot of goals. Yeah, you can score a lot of goals, but dog, excitement. Dog. If you're getting the same goals from the same angles, wing... I'm not getting excited over there. Right, you got a lot of goals, but it's mm. like you know, like when you watch basketball and you so, watch Magic Johnson with the no look passes. Mm. So just coming back to Arsenal, do you want a a better better feeling team rather than better results? A better feeling team, yes, yeah. with slightly better results. Sure. Um. I feel as though just want results, yeah. Yeah, no, no. I feel as though we we just lack like certain pieces, and 
they need to give the players some sort of freedom mm. like to play and essentially show their skills that like the reason why they're there yeah um constantly requiring the players to keep position and stuff like that it's i think it's it's killing their creativity okay so okay. yeah that's yeah. that's what i feel it's high press players for players like jordan henderson <laughs> and i don't want those guys no, anywhere that, near my team that that segues us well into the champions match yeah. um liverpool played away at brighton and gave us a 1-1 one one result i think it's not a bad result for liverpool yeah um no i think it is if you look at Brighton's form before the game, mm-hmm. they have been playing well. We we haven't been paying attention to them, yeah. Mm. But I, I actually, if you look at their results, they have been playing well. Yeah, quite Brighton. a difficult team to play against. Yes. But I feel like uh, Liverpool would be disappointed considering that they just came back from beating Aston Villa uh, in the past week. Wasn't Aston Villa, I think they beat... Uh, Leeds. Leeds. Ah, Leicester. 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 Sorry, Leicester. Sorry. Yeah, Leicester. Just came back from being oh, Leicester. Oh, no. Three. Oh, I don't know why. It, uh, Aston Villa keeps ringing my head. 7-2. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Never seven mind, two. but yeah. Get these Liverpool fans out of here. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, they they beat uh, Leicester. Uh, it was 3-0? No? Yeah, yeah. They yeah, they beat 3-0. No? Yeah, oh, yeah, that defensive no. masterclass, by the way. So that's what mm. I'm saying. I thought that, you know, that was going to be a way for them to build up from there and kind of show that, you know, it's a team philosophy, not necessarily them requiring those players in those positions. Yeah. But yeah, this, they should have won this game, I believe. So, but they very almost, they very nearly did. The goal's only at the end of the game. Yeah. Uncle Curtis. Is it a good decision? uh, Were there good decisions in this game? Let me give context to like what you asked portion over there. I feel that Liverpool fans will feel it's a bad result, all right, because they conceded in the 91st minute, right? Mm. Which is why I'm going to go attack those, that, that captain that they think is fantastic, Jordan Henderson, <laughs> all right? He came on and he's talking about Brighton players said that was not a penalty. Man, if you don't get out here with your lying self, mm. no Brighton <laughs> player told you that because no self-respecting <laughs> professional would have told you that, all right? And when he was attacking the system VAR, mm-hmm. right? Get that man with his white privilege out of here because <laughs> VAR is a perfectly okay system. You know who he's like? He's like uh, the colonizers, <laughs> right? What? When Please they, take us on a journey, yes, sir. Like, Jordan <laughs> Henderson. Remember when I said in a couple of things that aren't. <laughs> Let me talk. Jordan Henderson, I can compare him to colonizers, right? And I'm going to compare him to colonizers is because. He feels VAR is an unjust system, né? even though it worked for Liverpool very well last season. Hmm. This season, they they refine it. They say, hey, ref must make the decision. Go to the monitor and look at it. He's upset at decisions that were right calls. Hmm. Right? The Salah goal. His toe was offside. It's offside, according to the rules. Get over it. <laughs> All right? All right? Yes. The, the, the Welbeck penalty. Robertson didn't touch the ball. He kicked Danny Welbeck. It's a penalty. Get over it. All right? Now, you're going to cry and cry about VAR, a system that gets calls right because the ref went over to the monitor for that penalty and he saw that Robertson did not touch the ball. He kicked Danny Welbeck. 
whether you feel it's soft or not, two weeks ago, you got a penalty at West Ham. Yeah. Stop crying. Yeah. Get over it. Him, James Milner, get those white privileged guys out of here. <laughs> they colonizers to me who are complaining about BEE because it levels the playing ground. Get out of here. Mr. Get- Potion. Mr. Potion. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Potion. Another goal for Diego Schotter. <laughs> no, same. Like I said last week, uh, he's proven to be a good signing. Um, yeah, like he's he's doing nothing wrong. Mm. Like he's having a fantastic start. We can't take that away from him. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I personally believe that Mane this season was going to be, not this season, this game, was going to play a big factor, but he basically choked up. So yeah, you but can Mane now. Mane came off the bench. Huh? Mane came off the bench, got a goal disallowed, so. Uh, okay, you can't fair, blame him too much. Yeah, fair point. We'll, mm. we'll we'll take that into consideration. But yeah, but jo- to me, Jota was a masterclass signing by Pep. Yeah, I think not Pep. Do, sorry, uh, Klopp. Yeah, I think he might be signing of the season, end of season. Yeah, I think he'll do very mm. well. Do we do we think this result trips think Liverpool better? up? No, it doesn't. I think you'd say Gabriel. Okay, top two contenders then. You know, no, no, no. Besides, besides the fact that uh, Jota has been scoring goals, Gabriel has been doing well pushing. But I'm not yeah, going to lie to you. Been losing games with Gabriel, but he's been winning games more. with Jota. How would Gabriel? You can't blame Gabriel for the lack of striker goals. Yes. Like, there's a lot of factors that you look at. You look at their prices. You look at the contributions they've had to the team. Gabriel's had what? Of player of the month, he's had he's won the last two. Yeah, yeah, I think he's won the last two. Um, listen, I'm he's not a saying, very good sign. No, listen, I'm not saying I'm not he's saying that well. I'm not saying that Jota is uh, um, is not in the race, but I'm just saying that just because Arsenal's losing, you can't ignore the fact that for like <laughs> you can't ignore the fact that this guy has done quite well. Like the only thing, that's the thing, right? I'm gonna, I'm gonna go with. Uh, Against poaching, yeah, all right, because you all know I'm about fair players, yeah. So, Gabriel never mentions in my mind because I'm okay. about fair players, okay. But if Jota was English and white, I'm not mentioning that guy. <laughs> Does do you think this result trips Liverpool up in any way? Uh, who's, who's the next game? Somebody check that for me because to me, it always depends on games because they're playing uh, IX in the Champions League very soon, and when they play IX, I think this time they might lose against IX. And if they lose, ooh, that'll be two home losses at, uh, what do you call this thing? Anfield. Anfield. Because I think they're playing Ajax in, at home. Oh, in the Champions League. In the Champions League. So that might be two. Then I want them to take that shaky form into the Premier League. They play them today, actually. They play them today. Okay. So later tonight, we'll see what happens there. Hmm. And then who do they play in the Premier League on the weekend? Wolverhampton Wanderers. Ah, Wolves, Wolves do me a solid. If you lose against this team, Wolves. They, Wolves it. coming to Anfield, where Liverpool has a what game unbeaten run? I don't care. If Wolves lose this game, I'm accusing the Premier League of match fixing. (laughs) (laughs) I just feel like it. Then it's Wolves. After that is Fulham. Then it's Spurs and Crystal Palace. Okay, so... That's a manageable... It's a manageable. So, to me, it's Wolves... It's Wolves, Spurs, Crystal Palace, the hard games. That Fulham game is an easy win for me. Even though they beat Leicester the other day. But I told you guys, Brendan Rodgers is a choker, so I don't care about that result either way. But then the other three games, tough games. Tough games. 
It's not as hard as it could be for other teams, like with the Spurs runner fixtures. Yeah. But, yeah, tough game. That's why I say, do you think that result trips them up? Because they still join top. They should draw against Wolves. They should beat Fulham. They should draw against Tottenham. They should beat Crystal Palace. And then the rest of the season, Liverpool still comes to who they are. They're uh, champions. Uh, why are we looking at them week to week as if we don't know how, as if they don't know how to do? I this? think we forget Blackburn to me right now. I forget with the Brighton game that potentially Liverpool could have lost this game as much as they could have also won it. They could have potentially lost. Yeah, Brighton gave away because Brighton got a penalty. Missed uh, it. Mopey. Yes, Mopey missed the penalty. That could have changed the game as well. In in fairness, I hear you, but Liverpool doesn't give you many of those games. Uh, as comparison to other teams, why why aren't we looking at them to say they've got champions with mentalities? With the, yeah, with they Van will Dijk, go on to with Van Dijk, Trent, Gomez missing. They will give you more chances. Yeah, we have to question that mentality. Okay, okay, okay fair enough. Fair enough. Because this was like if you compare last week's game to this week's game. If the results were were reversed, then we'd be like, okay, Shab, at least they've got stuff on track. Mm. But now that they went and beat Leicester, and then they come and draw to Brighton, that's showing a little bit of inconsistency that many would be worried about. Mm. In fact, to me, the fixture list is actually very kind to them. Mm. Because it's Wolves and then Tottenham, right? So Wolves is a tough game, but imagine drawing against Brighton, then you play City, then you play Arsenal, then you play Chelsea. Y- you banking on maybe three points out of nine over there. Mm. Right? But when you play Wolves, Fulham... So then, Spurs, to sort of back to my question, do you think the result trips them up? Not really. Because I still I think, think at the end of that run of fixtures, do you not, from how you see the fixtures, see them still being near the top? I still see them being near yeah. the top. Because yeah. I expect four yeah. out of nine points there. Mm. Yeah, they'll st- they'll With, still. I mean, they played the teenager centre back today uh, in that game. Yeah, they'll still be fine, but I think it's one of those games that you, if you look at it like as a whole, yeah. those are the points that you don't want to yeah. lose. Yeah, like you shouldn't be losing those points. Yeah, you should be making sure that you capitalize on those points. Yeah, and then just going on to my team. Manchester United got a victory which took them all the way up to nine. Well done. Well done. <laughs> well, well done. done. But, I will not even hate. Well done. But when you start to study the table, Man United is a ninth, but two points away from fourth with the game in hand. Yeah, no, you did well. You did well. You mm. did well. I I won't lie, there was a point where like I saw the score. I the didn't game in hand would take them joint third. Yeah, I think but Solsha is gonna do a Solsha. <laughs> <laughs> so just so just going on to the game how did you see it Mr. Pope? Um for me I think you were unfortunate with the start uh, you know it was a great free kick from Ward Prowse mm. um, the first goal was called the first goal the first goal is Ben Narek from the from a corner yeah so it was set piece goals so you know mm. those are always the luck of the draw so I can't necessarily say yeah you know they charge you guys but the way you guys came back it was mm. it was a good performance for you two guys 2-0 no, no down at half time yeah you made the right changes mm. 
your goalkeeper's head wasn't in it, so <laughs> you had to get. He got injured. Huh? He got injured. Fine. Say he got injured. Then. Make yourself feel better. But we didn't make excuses for Louis getting injured and playing half a half with concussed. Take it. Mm, exactly. <laughs> Lost. We won. Yeah, no, and I'm saying a substitution. We, I'm saying we lost. We had a guy bleeding on the field, but we didn't take him off. We, and we, we took that risk and we lost. We, we considered all our goals when he was on the pitch busy bleeding. But dog. you must just realize that, yes, they took him off because he just conceded two goals. You know, sometimes you no, just got to tell injured. that. He got injured. David De Gea jumped him him across to s- try and save the free kick. Okay. His knee crashed into the post. After the, the second goal. Yeah. So he's no worse than David Luiz, who stayed on the pitch after he conceded two goals. No, that goal is in the twenty-something minute he soldiered on until half time. Yeah, but he conceded two goals, so he was shaky up until the twentieth minute. Okay, fair enough. No, my thing is that. If <laughs> but anyway, let's get yeah. on to the performance too, right? Because because watching the game, I think it was. If 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 you watch the game, Man United was never out of the game. It was an early corner, same goal they conceded to Southampton in the same fixture at the end of last season. Um, but it's a goal from a set piece. It's a cheap foul given away and a uh, and a and a goal in the top corner. But all throughout the first half, United is creating chances, missing chances. The goalkeeper palms one out to uh, to Bruno, and somehow that's not a goal. Like it 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 was crazy. Second half. Sorry, like, may I ask something? Yeah. Uh, if you saying that uh, that substitution of De Gea was because he was injured, what happened to Mason Greenwood? Seemed Better rather, than Martinelli. No, it, it it hmm? seemed rather tactical to take off those yeah, two was. players who did who kind of didn't play well. It was. Like that's what I'm saying. It, De Gea's head was not in it. Greenwood was not as effective as he should have been, mm. and they were taken off. For me, not it didn't. The, it didn't that. necessarily seem like a move of like, okay, De Gea is hurt. Yeah, he might have had a little niggle. He probably could have, if he was having a good game, they would have kept them on. But because he wasn't, they decided to take. Listen, that. if that's the case, then I'm still happy because that would show me the strength of my manager. So. No, you know, I, you know that, I say it's not the strength of your manager. If that's a conspiracy theory that turns out to be true, I'm cool. No, I, I say it's not <laughs> the strength of your manager because I believe what happened is he went in at halftime, the physios told him, hey, he's not getting any better, let's take him off. Right? Right? Must I tell you why it's not the strength of your manager? Uh, Cavani, been on the bench for a very long time. No, but well getting, fit. Getting, Get, fit. getting fit. Getting fit. Getting fit. We signed him on a free transfer at the end of the season. Last season he was at PSG. Remember PSG forgot about him. They just said, here's Mario Cardi. Let's forget about our record goal scorer. What did Cavani... Did Cavani even get games? Okay, so what you're telling me is... Um, Remember when they had to pay him to take to let Neymar take penalties instead of him? Okay, let, let me talk to you in this way. <laughs> right, okay, Lucas, they paid him to take penalties over there. But who do you want taking your penalties now? Bruno. Okay, besides Bruno. No. Oh, and, and, besides and, and, your strikers. And, and, anyway, so, so so I'm coming to the point to say we signed him like that at the end of the transfer window. He comes and has to do the quarantine period. He's getting fit. He had his first 90 minutes in the in the midweek in the Champions League. Okay, fine. And, uh, and played well. Okay. Do you believe that Shawshire will play more regularly as he gets fitness? Yes. I believe he's still going to be on the bench. 
I would be quite surprised. I wouldn't be surprised because Shawshank is very dodgy tactically at most times. Okay. <laughs> if, he's not, if he's not counter-attacking, <laughs> that man truth, is lost. To tell no, you the I, truth, I, I think he's not. To tell you the truth, I think uh, Solskjaer might just end up playing uh, Cavani a little bit more because right now he needs an experienced head. Mm. And it just so happens that Pogba's out, so it works out nicely now because he can play Van der Beek. Mm. Uh, he can play... Yeah, free the beak. Oh. Last week I was saying Donny Van der Beek. So Great did. I didn't. I don't quite recall. Did Martial and uh, Martial, no, Martial didn't, didn't play. play. Sorry, Martial didn't play. Yes. So I think he might actually start going for that where he plays uh, one and not the other. Look what what he did in the Champions League against Istanbul. Vasak Shahir was he played Cavani up front. That <laughs> well done. Well done. Mm. Well done. Oh uh, oh, he's, he's happy because. That's the team that lost to yes. two one. Yes. <laughs> the first Champions League win they ever got. Mm. Hey, imagine Arsenal losing to Molde in the Europa League, dog. I'll go crazy. Oh, Lucas and his yeah. his team, dog. We're preparing for PSG. Who are you preparing for? Uh, we're preparing for uh, uh, a random F- team. F- FC Middle of Europe. So you're gonna join we, us? No, we were there last season. Listen, mm. I don't hate on that competition. Lucas, I, Lucas, I've gotten to know it. Lucas, I was happy with United. Lucas, Lucas, Lucas. Listen, Lucas. Two minutes. Two minutes. Two minutes. Two minutes. Two minutes. See you in Europa League in Feb. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it will win it. <laughs> it won't win it. He didn't win it last season, dog. He didn't win it. Anyway, but uh, in, in midweek, he played Cavani up front. He played Martial on the left and Rashford on the right. Mm-hmm. I was actually quite impressed by Rashford on the right. Um, but in this game, Southampton, um, I don't think Mason Greenwood played well. Right? Yeah. But I think it was because of the limitation of the position. He played um, Rashford and Greenwood as number nines, right? And they both—they both—they not back to goal strikers. So we kept looking for the ball side on. Nothing really was happening. I think it was a tactical decision rather than anything on Mason. Yeah, true. Yeah, I think he needed a presence up front. So you rate Solskjaer as a manager, but most of the times when I I watch Mason Greenwood play well, mm. he comes from the right. Yes. Yeah. So yes. I've, I've noticed that. Yeah. So, so he, so he is a striker. He came through our youth systems as a striker. Mm. It's just he's eighteen. Look at the size of him. Yeah, he needs to learn how exactly. to for, for, hold defenders for, off and that for kind his of age and his size, he's not, yeah. you know, not there yet. So for so, now, it looks like he does well. He's a bit vampirish. What? But, yeah. He's a bit vampirish. What? He's a bit vampirish. How? Explain he's got, he's got a he's got a similar uh, playing style, both left footed, uh, a very good touch and technique on the ball. Okay, if you say that, I don't see it. It's and just because he's left footed. That's it. I don't see that, man. What drugs have you been taking this past weekend, Lucas? <laughs> Listen, that guy plays like Van Persie. He does. Like he's he's faster than Van Persie. Yeah, uh, Van Persie. He has a touch. In like fact, not the thing. Mason Greenwood scores the same goal all the time. How can you compare him to Van Persie? Hey, he's 19. He's got time to have hey, a career. Van I'm Pris- saying in playing style. Yeah, yeah, you, but Van Persie... I'm saying been... in playing style. I didn't say the type of goals. I said the the touch and the technique. That's that, that's that's where I said okay, I've heard you guys. I've heard you guys say that before. Mm. Uh, you Man United folk. <laughs> but I don't really... I don't know, bro. Like, I you just know. think you guys are just, you know... 
you're trying to hype him up and you're trying to put that you know mm. you're destined for greatness type title potion you know what many United fans remind me of though mm. you know when you look at American movies and you watch the high school jock who spent what <laughs> 18 20 years being the cool guy <laughs> right had every woman that he wanted and then what happened <laughs> he graduated from high school <laughs> he competed with the rest of the world man you met after Fergus <laughs> is basically the loser high school jock <laughs> right who doesn't know they can't get a, a Beyonce anymore <laughs> because you know they you know when you join the bottom sucks. of the barrel <laughs> and this is how the bottom of the barrel welcomes you thank you for keeping our seats at the he bottom says we, he, says he, he says he kept his, he, he joined the bottom of the barrel and you know what the sad part is Liverpool was yeah, Liverpool, Liverpool was Man United no, Liverpool, before Man United. Yes, they warmed up those seats for us nicely. <laughs> they warmed up the seats for us, but Man United is going to take over the seats very soon. Nah, not with Solskjaer in charge. No, nah, I, okay, I, I think I, I don't think, see Solskjaer winning. Look, look, I my my thoughts on Solskjaer. I'm not going to sit here and tell you he's the best manager in the league and 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 whatever. I think he's the best manager for us right now. Okay. I I I sort of compare him to Brendan Rodgers at Liverpool, right? Brendan Rodgers at Liverpool, yes, he'll be derided. He never won anything at Liverpool, but he got them again, almost finishing second or finishing second, trying to go for a league and whatever. He got them feeling positive about their team again. Yeah, I hear and, you on that. And, I, and, and that was through the results, right? Um, I, I also think he also has a bit of potential too because where Brendan Rodgers was let down was he loses Suarez, he wants... He wants Sanchez, but he gets Balotelli. I think United, the job Oli's doing is good. I just need the board and that to actually just let him be. I'll take along those, with our youth team. I'll take those excuses. Ex- uh, it's excuses at the end of the day. Of of what? Excuses for what? What, I, did, Brendan, when, eh? what did Bernie Rogers win at Liverpool? Nothing. Nothing. It's excuses. This is what I hear when Arsenal talk about Arsene Wenger. So don't give me excuses. Excuses of what? What do you he think I'm trying anything. to excuse? So he, he built what, up the team, what do you right? think I'm trying to excuse? Okay, he built up the team. I, I could argue that. <laughs> okay, fine. I could argue that Brendan Rodgers was lucky a manager like Klopp came in after him. Because there's been plenty of managers that sure. built up a team. Sure. And then the manager after that ruined it. So 100%. I think it's just 100%. Klopp rather than Brendan Rodgers. Because Benitez got second place. Yeah. Liverpool fell to seventh the very next season. Yes. So it could have been his lucky yes. season that he got his second place. Yes. Yeah. So so I also think Benitez did some things right. And after you have the base that Benitez gives you, somehow you end up with Roy Hodgson. I think let's not blame, let's not by blame the American, Benitez. By the American owners. But Be, oh. Benitez won leagues at Valencia. That was a once off. Blackburn. Yeah, so I mean, he won the Champions League with them too, or whatever. I'm not comparing that to Solskjaer, but I'm just saying, yeah. um, give your manager some belief. Yeah, yeah, you know, but let's also be careful about managers winning one title and then saying, hey, they won a title. Yeah. Who was the manager of Blackburn in '94? Kenny Dalglish. Kenny Dalglish. Yeah. What else did he win? Kenny Dalglish. What else did he He's win? He's a Liverpool legend. He won league titles with Liverpool. Playing or managing? Both. Okay. <laughs> yeah, even as player manager. Yeah, cool. <laughs> cool. But what I'm trying to get at over here is, right, what happened to Blackburn afterwards? Is Blackburn in the Premier League currently? No. No, they're not. All right. 
Oh, wait, wait, where's this point coming to? Let's not give too much reverence into a person winning one. Okay, tight. but uh, okay, but your your point being, are we are we we're talking about Manchester United and we're talking about Oligan and Solskjaer. So, um, are you? Ha, ha, Oh, no, I was responding to Brendan Rodgers. I don't like that man. Oh, okay. No, I, I'm just saying I don't think we have the best manager in the world. Um, but I think he's good for the club at this moment. I think he's putting a lot of faith into the youth system and and give, giving youth, youth players a chance and that kind of thing. United's whole history and tradition is built off a youth, uh, a youth platform. Um, I I just think let him be for now and then get someone better. Okay. Rashford is still twenty three. He's not at his peak. Let this guy let him play on the wing. Let him get a a a a, a Mourinho really? type what? when he's at his peak. What? Yes. You giving Rashford this much grace? To say what? No. You're telling me he's twenty three. The man with over how many Premier League games? Nah, Lucas. Nah, nah. Rashford is not going to improve on his finishing. You, nah. you you don't believe Rashford's 23 or what? I don't believe Rashford would get better than he is right now. Okay, why? He's never shown me anything that will get better. He reminds better. you of Theo Walcott. He does. <laughs> he really does. He does. He'll have a Theo Walcott career. Like, and don't get me wrong. Theo Walcott's career for Arsenal yeah. was good. Yeah. Just not what the English press hyped him up to be. Sure. That's what me. That's what Rashford is to me. Like, to tell you the truth, like, it feels like... The older he gets, like you know, he's just he's just settling into what he has already. Yeah, because he's fast. Uh, you know, he can dribble. Yeah, that's about it. His shooting has become suspect. Look, look, but but he loses focus sometimes. Sure, sure. I, I I give you all of that. I will really argue with you about his potential. Mm. I really think he can hit the heights. Mm. Um, but right now he's one of Manchester United's best players. Yeah. So, I, I... He's right. I know. Let me stop you there. Bruno Fernandes. No, I didn't say he's the best. I said he's one of the best. If you say United's top three, he's in for a shout of that conversation. In terms of potential? No, in terms of players right now. Yeah, fair fair enough. Right? So, when, when I'm saying here's our club's best player at this moment... Rashford 23, three years, we're not going to get a whole new 11 to make him our worst in the 11, if you get what I'm trying to say. We're not going to wean him out of the 11 like that. We have a Luke Shaw to get rid of. We have a Victor Lindelof to get rid of. We have a Nemanja Matic, Scott McTominay, Fred, who the hell is our defensive midfielder? We have that situation. We throw Martial in there too. Sure, you can throw... my, My point is coming to say, why can't I have hopes for Rashford? Why can't you have hopes for Ashford? Yes. I had hopes for Alexander Clip. Sure. Sure. And and it was right. great while you did. Yeah, but what I'm saying is he's not gonna improve. I'm not arguing. You might have hopes for him. I'm okay. trying to dash your hopes okay. and tell him he's not gonna improve. Okay. The I best thing that you'll ever do what if the, the team improves around him is what I'm saying. Yeah, what team. if we get a, a, a Alex Tellers instead of a Luke Shaw? We've been years of Luke okay, Shaw. Okay, Lucas, let me put it this way. Victor Lindelof. Who rates him? Let me put do you rate him? Way. Let me put it this way. What did Rashford learn from Zlatan? Put what that way? No, no. Just I'm asking you a question. What did Rashford learn from Zlatan? I don't know. I don't text him. Fine. He, he, didn't, <laughs> he, didn't, he, he didn't play with a world class player. He didn't pick up how to move, make better movements, score more goals, and you believe he'll improve? Who's going to improve him? At at what ages were those? He's 23 now. Yeah, but 22, 23. Cool. Whatever. 
It's not yeah. saying it was a seasonal two goals, so 21. He has not improved one bit. Do you no, believe that? Pro- I think he's improved a lot. How? I think he's improved a lot. I, I think... He's still very erratic. Uh, I think me and you had a conversation off-air uh, where he broke in the Southampton game. Man is running, 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 running. Mm. Cavani, to his right. What yes. does he do? He doesn't yes. give the Eevee pass. Yeah. He thinks I'm a superstar. Yeah. He must go feed children if he thinks he's a superstar. <laughs> On the football pitch, <laughs> now, pass to the man that will get you the goal. Yeah. So so now, so now I think he has enough quality and enough time to learn that part of his game because I see Rashford getting into those positions. He scores a couple of goals from those positions. He's a, good, he's a decent finisher for, for a midfielder. Um, I think, I think if the team uh, uh, gets better around him, also he definitely does have a lot to learn. He's a lot of the cause for why Bruno Fernandes loses the ball. A lot, Lucas. Let me put it this way, Mm. and I hate the fact that you had to make me bring up this example because I hate this club and I hate this player. I don't care if he was a former Arsenal youth player. Mm. Harry Kane, yeah, when he broke into the Tottenham team, how long did it take him to adapt to learn how to be a proper striker? It was instantaneous. Rashford. It, it, I, I disagree with you. It wasn't he, instantaneous. When he broke into he the Tottenham. He played in Europa League for a long time. But he was banging in the goals. Sure. In to the Europa League. Getting to that stage, he was also on loan at Leicester. Yeah. Yeah. Harry Kane is not a, the same age as Rashford. When what, they what, what, what am I, what Harry Kane is, is 21, maybe. He's 21 when he starts. When, when he, when he starts when he starts performing for, for don't Tottenham. See, don't even talk about Leicester to me, man, because I'm saying when he broke into a better team's what what? He when he got his chance, mm. he took it. Yeah. And yeah. he's been consistent since. Yes. Right? Yes. And I, I can argue he's run about the same ages. Because Harry Kane has been banging goals since twenty one. Okay. Right? Yes. Rashford has been inconsistent since twenty one. I, I give you that. I right? give you that. Rashford is not gonna Bash, uh, what are you arguing? He's not gonna get any better. He'll be I don't as... need him to. He gave me 22 goals last season. So, you're okay with the way Rashford is playing now? Yes, because he's our left winger. Yes. Manchester City's mm. left winger, Raheem Sterling, got you 22 Potion. goals in a title winning season. Potion, remember what Walcott said when he was playing at Arsenal on the play number nine? He's gonna go through that. I don't want him to play number nine. I'm, I'm not saying that you he don't want doesn't him. want to play number nine. He's not a number nine. He just needs to learn how to be a number eleven better. Okay, if he says he comes up through the youth system at number ten and off the left, and that he didn't play number nine a lot. Okay, fair enough. But I think it's. Uh, I think we'll see. Um, what are you arguing? If he's off the left and gives me twenty fifteen goals, I'm happy because. Eventually, we'll have a good striker. Okay, fine. Hopefully, then Cavani that gives you 20. He, he'll decline. But let's move on. Cavani <laughs> will give you 20. <laughs> Wait. No. Cav- I, I, no, I get you. Okay, never mind. Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm apologies. Saying, I'm, saying, I'm saying positionally. Yeah, no. Uh, maybe you, you'll find someone like a Cavani, but a bit younger. Yeah. We'll see what happens. Because he's take... still one of the best players in our team. What I'm saying is the team needs to fix before we fix him. I don't mind if we need to fix him. Fix Luke Shaw first. He's worse. I think, <laughs> I think we're being worse. we're being a bit petty here. <laughs> and I think we should just leave it. Yeah, let's, let's move on to the next team, guys. Because hey. Lucas will never concede the argument that Rashford is a trash player. <laughs> never. The best thing he's ever done is feed those hungry school children in the UK. <laughs> I think the next team we can move on to is Leicester, really. 
Leicester. Leicester lost again. <laughs> Disappointing. <laughs> the talk of Brendan Rodgers. Leicester. So disappointing. So if Leicester won that game, they would have gone joint top. But before we start this, I actually have something to bring up hmm. about all these teams, uh, especially the the underdogs doing well. Yeah. Have you noticed that because there's no fans, like these teams tend to take it, like take the the game more like often than it used to happen when there were fans. Yes, yes. So in 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 my in my opinion, I'll I'll give it to the fans thing slightly. Mm. Um, but I more so give it to how the schedule is now, because oh. the small teams are playing one week. Yeah, one week. Actually, is it? Um, I'd never thought I th- about I th- that. I think it's. I think it might actually be this Leicester game, where. Um, sorry, I, I I might have the game wrong, but uh, there was a game where the home team had played twice since their opposition had played. Okay, I get what you're saying. I think it might have actually been Leicester because Leicester played during the week. But yeah. no, Leicester for Europa. plays. Europa. They play Europa. So and yeah. hold on, let me just check. I hear you, and I agree with you 100 percent there, now, Lucas. Shit, what was the point you were making again? It now? was actually uh, no. because Fulham played on Saturday the week yeah. before they played Saturday, yeah. and Leicester played on Sunday, yeah. essentially Sunday and Thursday. Yeah. So yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh, okay, that makes sense. That makes sense. Like yeah. So 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 the schedule the schedule is tough. That's why the big the bigger teams keep coming back to ask for five subs. Yeah. Because oh. they're like our workload is crazy. Um, Oli, Oli, after our after our game in Istanbul where we lost, but yeah. that game was the late Champions League kickoff mm. in Turkey, and then we played the Saturday game first kickoff twelve thirty. So the guy, the team gets back Friday AMs, yeah, and twenty four hours later they're playing. So he was in in quite a fit about that. Oh, so it's basically every top team is gonna have that type of thing because. Uh... Yeah. Klopp was complaining about it as well. Yeah. Right? But then when you talk about that whole thing of uh, uh, the bigger teams playing harder games or more games, more like games. Champions League and stuff like that, yeah. makes sense why Tottenham is top of the league. Yeah, it makes sense now. <laughs> uh, the smaller teams are on top. It makes sense to me now. But, uh, but, I, th- but I think to- talking about Leicester in, in their loss, I think... Yo, Fulham played for their lives. <laughs> no, they did. Fulham played for their lives. I think uh, Fulham almost played a six-four-zero, and they caught uh, they caught Leicester on the counter attack. I think uh, was it Ademola Lukman that scored the goal. Yeah, um, ran over to the bench and picked up um, Scotty Papa Buva Diop's Senegalese number. Oh, oh how that, how okay, Senegalese shirt. Right? I think I think that was a beautiful moment. But uh, I think Fulham. Defended for their lives. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and this with them especially, you can't come back to the Premier League for the second time and get relegated again. Yeah, they haven't won a game yet. Yeah, and it's also another point that I'd like to bring in. Mm. Eh? Uh, when we were talking about the Premier League clubs, feel like um, they're playing too much games. Mm. Uh, I saw a couple of Pep saying that these guys are not getting the joy in football anymore, and stuff like that. If Pep doesn't get out of here, mate. Pep doesn't get out of here. You're talking about joy of football. 
Yeah. When the oak is earning three hundred and fifty thousand pounds a week. Yeah. No, but I feel I like I do not care if you do not enjoy the football. No, I think mm. I think no. that joy the joy conversation came from the time when guys were going on international break. No, I hear you. No, but no, he came. He, he said this this week that we are playing too many games because we are playing Champions League. We are playing uh, uh, Premier League on Saturday. Then we play Champions League again. Mm-hmm. If I hear any top professional complain now that they are playing too many games, mm-hmm. they need to get out of here. But also under COVID conditions, I, I, you I, have to stay in the bubble. You have three hundred and fifty thousand pounds a week. Yeah, no, it's their job. They need the to do it well. The average British worker gets twenty thousand pounds a year. I hear you. It's if their I job. They you. need to do it well. But they lost the joy, not the ambition, don't tell me. not the desire. Don't tell me. I do not care if you okay. lost the joy. Okay. You are living <laughs> the top one percent in this world. So you're one of those supporters. I'm not one of those supporters. <laughs> but if I'm hearing, you know, you know, I compare it to you now. Mm. Uh, I'll never yeah even if you call me one of the supporters if somebody's playing in the Premier League is playing in the Champions League now and is yeah. playing every second day nah? yeah. unless I hear a championship compla- player complain I'm playing too many games Championship League 1 League 2 if they come and say guys I'm losing the love losing the love of football nah? because okay. I'm playing too many games okay. I will hear those guys chats okay. not when you're a top 1% runner. I do not believe you, you're losing the love of football you're losing the love of earning easy money. That, okay. That's what it is to me. Okay. Maybe they're also missing time with their families because they have to be in the you bubble. You earn 350,000 pounds a week. <laughs> to me, you earn 350,000 pounds yeah. a week. Yeah. But on problems relative. Problems are relative, but you yeah. earn 350,000 pounds a week. Fair enough. Fair enough. To fair train enough. for six days and play one game a week. Fair enough. Nah, fair, nah, enough. Nah. fair enough. Fair enough. Fair oh, enough. Well, that was a Jordan Henderson and James Miller that irritated <laughs> me with those comments. Yeah, yeah. So that's why that's why I had to address it. So so guys, just 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 sort of rounding up. What's what's your what's your feelings on the state of the of the league title chase at this point in the league? Um, Liverpool doing well. I think because because this is almost a point in the league where we can check out a little bit and chat about things around the league, right? Because we checked in, we can check back in a little later. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I was gonna say. Uh, the best way to look at it now is basically the next fixtures. We can look at the next fixtures. Yeah, and yeah. Kind of, kind no, of no, dictate. But, but 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 I mean, from from we're ten games in. Oh, Tottenham yeah. talking about the league. the league. Yeah, Liverpool second, Chelsea's third, Leicester still fourth, United's in ninth. Um, but, in but but um, five points off the top with a game in hand. Mm. City not far behind them. Yeah, the how league is still quite. So you're not going to name Arsenal. And how many points behind Man United? That's all that matters. I'm actually disgusted. This, <laughs> this guy... This guy no, he just acted like we... Nonchalantly uh, not there. When this guy's team starts losing again, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to get him. Arsenal is three points behind Man United in 14. Oh, yes. Okay, thank you. thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Also, we can also take them off the top. Arsenal's eight points off the top. Okay. I don't mind. No, that. you don't have to give us those... Uh, those little details, little details. Those granular details. but it's essentially fine. yeah let's let's keep going where do i see this also, also has an l w l d l previous five games <laughs> you think you're funny though just a bit you think you're funny though? <laughs> potion eh? when we record on this podcast again and ole is on a four game losing streak about to play whoever in the champions league to make it to the next round and he wins it 
I was oh, gonna shit, say they join us in the Europa League. Never no, mind. no, no. I was gonna say that the nice thing about this league is it humbles people very quickly. Listen, I think I've been quite humble about you being below us. Yeah, I've been humble. I've, I've been quite humble. You've been humble. You haven't been. You've humble. just been passive aggressive. <laughs> you chose today that you you're gonna do something. You chose <laughs> the week. Finally had a good performance. That's fine. <laughs> That's why I said it was passive aggressive. You Second decided because of what happened this week. Mm. That yeah, you know. But 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 anyway, guys. So so looking back to, is it is it a good time to start giving our predictions? Um. Personally, for me, I don't think it is. No, I don't think we can. Ten games in, a quarter, a quarter of the way through. I don't think we can give any predictions this season. Mm. I think the only predictions we can give is that uh, Tottenham and Liverpool will be somewhere in that race. No, 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 not Tottenham. Mm. Yeah. Do you think it will be a two-horse race like it tended to be? No, I think it will be closer. No, or no, do no. you think it'll be a runaway victory like Liverpool was last season? No. Six horse race. Six horse race. Top six. Mm. I think that this and I season... don't include Arsenal in that top six. Mm. Yes. I think in this season there's too many games that that have like there's too many upsets in this mm. season. You know which so you part yeah. will let me know that the You guys league... are sitting on the fence. No, you know We're which 10 part games in. Okay, fine. But you know which part of the league season will let me know where the league is going? Uh, the run of December, January. January. You're sitting on the fence. I'm not, hey, I'm telling you, nobody's running away. It's going to be a battle with sure. the top six. Who are the top six then? It's going to be Liverpool. Yeah. City. Yeah. Tottenham. Yeah. Chelsea. Yeah. Leicester, Leicester. will fall off. I think <sighs> the last the last six is very open. Who's the sixth? <sighs> the last six. I'm it not could be talk about. Who's the sixth? I'm not going to talk about it because that unless Arteta fixes his creativity in Jack, <laughs> Arsenal's going to finish in 10th again. So, so okay. He's sitting on the fence by saying he sees a 16 title race. Are you, are you sitting on that same fence? Um, I won't necessarily say 6. I'll probably say 4. I'll probably say Tottenham will be in the run. Mm-hmm. Liverpool, most likely favourites. Mm-hmm. Um... City will be there. Mm-hmm. And who else? Chelsea. That'll be the top four race there. And even though I add Chelsea in the top six, I still don't rate Frank Lampard as a manager. Get white privilege out of here. <laughs> <laughs> fair enough, fair enough. I think I think it will be a three-horse race. Um, I think it's going to be Liverpool, Spurs, and City. Spurs? Yeah. Spurs? Yeah. With Hoiberg? Get yes. out of here. Yes. Get out of here. Yes. No. I th- I, th- I believe in the Mourinho factor that much. I don't. Why do you have well, so much faith in Mourinho? Because he's a top quality coach. He's a boring he's, coach. Yes, he's boring, sure, but he's a top quality coach. No, I don't believe it. He's he's a top quality coach. I think I think what he did at Chelsea the first time, what he did at Inter, what he did at Real Madrid, what he did at Chelsea again. I think he's a rich child with spoiled tendencies. I don't like that guy. <laughs> you think he's a? Re- what do you think of his football? <laughs> what do I think of his football? Yeah, it's boring. What do you think of his career? What of his career? It's great. Okay, so that's why I think it, the Tottenham but have a boring. great coach who's boring, but might boringly take them to a title challenge. Okay, fair is, is 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 where is where if I Tottenham win the Italian league, they'll win the league. Because, because yeah, he's boring football. 
<laughs> okay, so but he brought his boring football to England and won it three times with his boring football. Three times in England, that same league you're saying is too boring for. Yeah, he won that same one three yeah, times. He won it three times, but Blackburn got a league title. I won't put much emphasis into those things. Okay, so you won't put much emphasis into it if he wins a title with Spurs. If he wins the title with Spurs, oh, <laughs> he's a great manager to leave in. Fair point. When lost in Spurs, you win a title even. It's, yeah, been, it's, been, been, it's been, been crazy like 60 long. years or something. Yeah. yeah well, even on that, that tip, guys. Chelsea was 50 years before he gave them a Chelsea title the first time. Chelsea was 50 years. Like a fair point. He does yeah. have a record of yeah. doing the impossible. He took Porto to the Champions League final. But Porto was always a big team. Porto was always a big team, but he won the Champions League with That them. was during a, a crazy run of results. I remember during the run about that time period, Greece won. I think oh. the... What, what you call this? Uh, these things that chicks follow, these star sign things. Yeah. There was a <laughs> lunar moon eclipse that happened yeah. and what? And Mourinho was born at the right time. That's what took them to the league yeah. title. I don't believe in his magic. So Mr. you're saying Mr. Kiboloi, basically. Kiboloi. Yeah. Mr. <laughs> Mr. Potion. Do you rate Mourinho's skill as a manager, the fact as a manager, relating to the re- remainder of Tottenham season? Do you think Mourinho will have a factor? Uh, I think Mourinho will. I think he's good enough to to take them through. But you must also remember that you are in a club that. Like yeah. always implodes on themselves. Yeah, yeah. So it's going to be a tough challenge for him. Yeah, it 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 will, it will, it 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 definitely will. But I I think there'll be title challenges based no, on the Mourinho no, factor. No, no, let's give them that. Um, they will be title not, challenges. Not not just the Mourinho factor alone. They have a quality squad too. Yeah, they maybe. have the best number nine in the league right now. Okay, Harry Kane, but he's playing as number ten. He's still scoring goals. Yeah, he's still scoring goals, but... So you're just arguing that he's not a number nine. <laughs> you want like, to put him as a number 10. Listen, yeah. Then are you going to call him the best number 10 in the league then? Because then he's numbers if you put him nine. in a 10. Okay, okay, yeah. Best number nine. Technically, is the best number 10 in the league because he's True. got the most assists. True. True. Okay, fine. But so either way, I'm going to argue anything. Song. I'm going to argue anything that says Kane is a good player, even though he is a good player. And Rooney is a good manager, even though he's a good manager. I don't like any of them. I'd rather talk about the Italian league. I'd rather talk about Juventus. I'm not talking about these Jets. So when you guys are ready to move on, we'll move on. <laughs> I think I think Spurs definitely deserves um, some attention based off the quality of the squad, based off the quality of the manager. And I am definitely going to bring Spurs up back onto this table as we come into the following weeks of the league. I'm definitely going to be watching Mourinho with a keen eye. So, how do you guys feel about the Italian league, guys? Uh, Italian league is very interesting so far. I'll just name the table and uh, just give everyone a perspective of what's going on. Mm. So, at first, it's uh, AC Milan with 23. Second, Inter Milan, 18. Third, Sosualo (laughs) with 18. Fourth, Juventus with 17, 5th, Napoli with 17, and 6th, uh, Roma with 17. Can Maurizio, can Maurizio Sarri get more love? Why? That guy won the league with Juventus last season. They still hated him. They're loving Pirlo now, losing points. <laughs> but you know what's the thing? Uh, Sarri, I feel, was the downfall of Juventus. 
was he because i'm advocating for sorry here because at yes. at chelsea he gives chelsea top four he gives them a europa league Eh? Yeah, yeah, Europa League okay. gets fired also after one season. Like one season of winning things and he yeah, gets kicked out all the he time. He was lucky to win the Europa League. Arsenal played terribly in that final. Oh, wow. I think... Yeah, for, you, what was the score? It was 4-0, no, but Arsenal He was played, lucky. Arsenal played terribly. Four, no, we scored, man. We sure. played terribly in he that was, final. He was Either lucky way, lose yeah, Chelsea to win the game. Either way, no. I think uh, the reason why uh, Sari gets yeah. given uh, trouble is because... Of the way he operates because he mm. it seems as though he likes to rotate the squad a lot okay yeah but so i, I think that's that's the reason why they give him a lot of trouble i don't understand like he he preferred to rest ronaldo quite a bit actually yeah. last season yeah and they the italians had a problem with that as in like this is our main player this guy needs to play all the time yeah so i think that was the problem i have been near you on that now right but when I look at the Italian league this season, yeah, uh, Lincoln Zlatan, uh, the AC change Milan. Yeah. that AC Milan has had, AC Milan would know it to be seen up until Zlatan joining Jan. Yeah, he got them into a decent position. Mm-hmm. They the Europa League now. Yeah, and and we're back. Apologies, uh, delivery man at the door. <laughs> yeah. We hungry. Yeah, we, we hungry. hungry. We told you about the load shading earlier. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't have time. We had to give you this. <laughs> but either way, like uh, we were talking about Muti Rosari before mm. that. Don't rate him as a manager. Get that man out of here too. It took him 40 years to win a league title anyway. Or t- yeah. a, a trophy anyway. Yeah. Right? But then... He's the got thing. a whole backstory. I mean, he wasn't a professional. Yeah, he I was a back at that job. He started care. coaching I later. I don't care. He <laughs> yeah. should have started coaching earlier. I don't yeah. care about all that thing. That's a sub story to me, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then when I speak, I wanted to speak about Juventus in the Italian. Yeah, yeah. So I, currently under Andrea Perello, he's they, changing the team. Yeah, he's, they basically got four wins, five draws. Mm. I think they also might be played nine games this past season, this weekend. But, hey... I think they might lose it for the first time in God knows how long. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Since so, that cheating scandal, Juventus has been winning so, everything. So he's so he's changing the team. There's a lot of youngsters. Uh, Weston McKinney, I think. Um, Bernadeschi. Like um, they 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 putting in quite a few youngsters into the team. Yeah. But there's a there's also a Napoli team that's been there. Dries Mertens is still there. I hear you on the yeah. Napoli team now, but if I'm gonna rate a team higher right now. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to look at uh, AC Milan. Mm. Uh, Zlatan came to that team, like I yeah, mentioned a bit team. earlier. And then he's taking them from... <laughs> AC Milan were mid-table team. AC Milan were, is what Arsenal is now. Yeah. Right? And now he's taking them to the top of the league. Yeah. This is a 36-year-old man. This man believes in his own hype, but I'm happy with what he brings when he goes to a team because he's doing yeah. very well. Napoli has always been good. But Napoli feel like to me they've fallen off a bit because mm. they got Dries Mertens. Uh, they were about to. They, the, the, they, they lost Ancelotti last season. But uh, the new coach Gattuso did better for them than Ancelotti. Um, and he, he won the Italian Cup last season. Yeah, but uh, he Napoli. took them. He, Ancel- Their first trophy. Gattuso took them halfway through the season. Yeah. To me, right? And Ancelotti was busy fighting with players, fighting with the board. We should never get into a situation where the players are fighting with the yeah. board. So I'm not going to blame Ancelotti for that mess that happened at Napoli. Yeah. Right? I just think it's unfortunate circumstances. Okay. Okay. Fair enough. 
And then another team in Serie A, uh, Mr. Potion, Inter Milan. Uh, I think with Inter... With a Lukaku. Yes, I think Inter Milan has actually got a pretty good squad. Mm. They've, they've rounded out the bandits of the the English Premier League, the rejects. The two and worst players at United, two they, best they, players at Inter. They took a beating again in the Champions League to Real Madrid. Yeah, but yeah, red card. Red uh, card yeah. They did give Madrid the beating the previous week before, so I'm mm. not going to blame it for that. Yeah. Mm, but you got to give you got to give into that. They've yeah. been building something like something solid uh, to go like you know through yeah. the season. A, a, a quality a quality coach Antonio yeah. Conte. He won a few with Juventus. Yeah, very I, decent. I, I think Juventus won the league with third. Chelsea. They might finish third this season behind AC and Inter. Mm. I, I want to go back to the early 2000s, man, when AC oh. and Inter were dominating yeah, everything. Yeah, yeah. yeah Sharing yeah. a stadium and dominating. Yeah, mm. yeah, you want a competitive league there. They've won eight in a row. Yeah, <sighs> true. Eight or nine. It will make things interesting. Yeah. yeah. She's she looking like keeper of the year out there. <laughs> um, guys, La Liga? La Liga? Ah. <laughs> <laughs> Real Madrid. Real Madrid is. is, is and Barca. Both horrible form. Barca as well, horrible form. Mm. Uh, I'm you not really sure of the, 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 the let's, table. Let's, 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 table. Let's, let's talk about the state of, of Real Madrid and Barca, Mr. Mr. Curtis, while he has a look there. Um, so let, let's, let's start with Barca. So Barca, we saw the big hoo-ha about their president. We saw Lionel Messi wants to leave and such. That, that whole conversation. A little bit of change in the squad. I mean... Martin, what's Martin Braithwaite yes. or, or that guy up front? What What do you think the state is of Barcelona? Barca, another thing that for me to give the state of Barcelona, mm. I think I'll have to give the state of the Spanish league. I think the Spanish league, or at least the top two teams in the Spanish league, were trying to compete with uh, English Premier League sides. Yeah, and because the English Premier League sides have so much more money, Barcelona and Real Madrid made a bunch of messed up financial, financial decisions. decisions. All right. When I look at that Barcelona wage bill, my God, Messi on ridiculous salary. Griezmann, yeah. ridiculous salary. But those are salaries higher than the Premier Leagues. Yeah, higher than Premier Leagues, but yeah. that's what they did to keep those those players, uh, I feel. Mm. Right? Ridiculous release clauses. Yeah. So I feel the way they set up in Spain, it's to their detriment. Because I think in Spain, the TV money is not shared equally. Yeah, but that's to their benefit as Barcelona, as Real Madrid. Yeah, but I think because they're not in a competitive league, the best way I can Spanish sum up the Spanish league, right? Um, Leeds United signed Rodri. Yes. Or Rodrigo. Rodrigo. Yeah. From Valencia. Yeah. How does that happen? How does, Bielsa. <laughs> no, but I hear you on that. But yeah, how does yeah. a championship I you. team I get you. come to sign one of the top six teams in Spain's yeah. players? Yeah. So, 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 ju- just as we mentioned that the 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 television money isn't split equally in in Spain, um, you know the Premier League sells you the package as the Premier League. So all twenty teams, you take it or leave it. Um, Spain, each team fends for themselves. So Real Madrid has a TV deal. Yeah. There's, you know, we've seen uh, we've seen in previous previous years that small teams. Only get a short sponsor when they were going to play Real Madrid, <laughs> yeah, yeah, or, or or something like that. So coming to you, Mr. Potion, 
Um, we talked a little bit about the the state of Barcelona. Let's talk about the state of Real Madrid. Uh, for me, I'll blame one person for the state of Real Madrid, mm. and I'll blame his ego as well, and I'll blame it on Zidane. Yeah, Zidane has done a lot of change. Yeah, has made a lot of changes to Real Madrid that have been quite beneficial for them. Yeah, uh, they've lost the title of Galacticos. Yes, that lost Galacticos title. Yes, but in that break, they decided that they're going to build from the ground up. Yes, but it became to a point where if you weren't Zidane's favorite, now you fall out of like you don't play. But they 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 took the league last season. No, they did, but they more took more due to Barca's. Yeah, I was going to say it was more Barcelona's mm. failure than yeah. Real Madrid's yeah. success because they, if you look at them, it was Sergio Ramos. I think he had what twelve goals in yeah, the yeah. season. Yeah, yeah, he scored quite a few. Yeah, you look at that and you think to yourself, how is a defender scoring that much? I understand Sergio Ramos is a great player. Yeah, but you start to think to yourself, there's something fundamentally wrong if. That's where your goals are coming from. Yeah, which also brings me to the point. That's why I think the other leagues want to create that super league when the Barcelona president left in that cloud of rain. Oh, hundred percent. It's because they can't compete with the Premier League for money 100%. anymore. But yeah, it's another and, chat for another and, day. That and, and viewership and viewership. I mean, yeah, fair. When it's Real Madrid versus Cadiz, <laughs> and you know viewership the, drops. You know, you know what's the funny thing? Eh? I wouldn't mind that super league because eh? I know Arsenal will be there automatically. Because historically, Arsenal is <laughs> a top four p- Premier League side. Sure, sure. But, but in the Super League, you'd have to play against other Super League quality teams. If, if we get the money for the Super League, it might look like the NBA. Okay. Mm. Okay. Okay. Possibly. Possibly. Yeah, I, I wouldn't mind that. Maybe I don't want that league, though. Don't get it twisted. I'm okay yeah. with the Champions League, and I don't want that league. Yeah, yeah. I, I like football the way it is. So, Real, Real Madrid and Barca. Who's better positioned to just be the dominant force in Spain? Madrid. Mr. Potion, I'll ask him to elaborate just now. Let me get your answer. I think it's a bit unfair to say Madrid because of what Barcelona is going through with Messi. But I think it all depends on what Barcelona does once Messi leaves. Yeah, we can have this leave Barca yes. from Barca to improve. No, the thing is, he's going to leave, so we need to have that conversation a little bit in, like, more have, in the future. Have, have they not been at least preparing in some sort of scenario? By the looks of it, no. Especially considering this summer's transfer season debacle, that those men weren't ready for. Okay, Messi so oh, okay, so you're asking, what will they do if Messi leaves? That's kind of similar to what will Spurs do when Gareth Bale left and they spent the whole money on a whole bunch of terrible players or, yeah. or players that weren't so great. Like, so that's possible that that could happen. Are they are they that close to crumbling? Yes, because even when you give that Tottenham uh, example, uh, Tottenham got that Gareth Bale money. Yeah. One no trophies ever since they got that Gareth Bale money. Yes, so that's what I'm asking. Is is Barcelona so close to that? I would. Are I would, they one player's cash day away from? If we use it, we win. If we when don't, I put we this distinction, go right, that far down. When I put this distinction, I don't want to say that they depended on Messi their whole career, nah, because Barcelona were ruthless. They got rid of uh, Ronaldinho, mm. Eto, 
Mm. Zlatan was there, they got rid of him, okay. Mm. Uh, but what happened is they got so used to Messi dominance yeah. that they didn't recruit properly. I blame Barcelona's transfer policy ever since they tried to side uh, Terry Henry. Stay away from Arsenal, please. <laughs> I was, uh, <laughs> I, okay, let me elaborate, right? Because the sign says Fabregas. They didn't need no, Fabregas. No, no, I'm not going to let us go back that no, far. No, 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 no. Because we, they've we, won things since. They've won things they, since, but I'm saying... They've won things since. And, and let, let's talk about where they, where they, where they currently are. Yeah, no, no. Because... We, um, I think we're losing focus on... Yeah. Because we're, we're we're talking about Messi, Messi might not want to be there, but they've got they've got the rest of the the squad. I think their problem is they let the good ones grow too old. Like right, Jordi Alba. They gave him a five year contract. Um, one of the guys who left kind of said like, "Is it Abidal or, or or that to say why are we giving him a contract? He's not good enough anymore." But you've committed to five years on that big contract. It's. I think they're making bad footballing decisions. Yeah. Um, I, I think they had to get rid of Suarez because they they they're sort of out of mo- out of money. You're lucky. There's a Anzu Fati. Yeah, I was about to say that Anzu yeah. Fati is the next yeah. the next big thing yeah. essentially. There's Anzu Fati and there's Pedri. Racism might get him out of that league though. Anzu Fati. Uh, I don't <laughs> think so. Yeah, that, 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 that man has been hearing too much stuff. He might yeah, leave that league. Actually, already, yeah. Yeah, yeah he might leave say, that I forgot what they called him. They yeah. said uh, he runs as fast as a, a Negro and in, in running through a street market or something. Yeah, like it was wow. hectic racism thing. So, um, it's the Brazilian newspaper. Brazilian, yeah. Yeah, no, Spanish no, newspaper. Spanish newspaper. Yeah. So that's why I say I might see that guy leaving sooner than later. But either way, bad footballing decisions in Barca has been running for years. Ah. That's my theme of ah. topic. We can discuss that on a whole okay. podcast okay. another day. I, I, I just, I just need to ask us one, one thing before, before we close. Now we brought up the, we, we sort of allude to race and and the racist things and 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 that that happened. So, so this week, um, Edison Cavani after he scores his goals. He gets a message from one of his friends on on the, um, some sort of social media, and he responds to say uh, "Gracias, Negrito." But it is his friend; like he genuinely knows the person. And they they they're speaking to him that, and he actually didn't know it was racist. So he, he so he immediately put it he immediately put it down. Now I, I now I'm gonna cut to you guys for your view on this. Um, I I I I have a South American friend. Right, and this is sort of something similar to the Luis Suarez, um, Patrice, everything. Where, oh, but there he was being racist because he was actively he was saying that to hurt Patrice Ever. So he was definitely being racist. But in terms of but in terms of the term, like I say, I, I had a South American friend who um, who who says that's a common name. Yeah, of there. course. Uh, to the extent that they don't even know it's racist, it definitely is wrong. But now, now there's a chat about a three-match ban for him. I think it's definitely wrong. Do you think he should get banned though? Yes. On the racism standpoint alone, even if you don't know it's racist, mm. uh, in order for us to move forward as a society, it's not even just about football anymore. Mm. You need to stamp that out. You don't know it's racist, cool, but you still need to be punished. Mm. Uh, because what will happen is the next person will say, I didn't know it's racist either. 
Yeah. Eh, I grew up like that. Now, yeah. you should know better. Yeah. Research the country you're going to. Research what England has done. England has only not colonized 20 countries in this yeah. whole world. Yeah, yeah. Right? I love English football, but them them people are wild. Mm. Right? So it's one of those things of research, right? Educate yourself. Yeah. Get the ban. It's only three. They're not telling him 10. What's um, a three game ban? Yeah. And it hurts Man United, so why would I be yeah. upset? But but now now Mr. Potion, can you imagine getting that three game ban, and somebody who actually was intentionally racist gets that same three game ban, and you're in the same you're kind of grouped in the same yeah group. yeah. Uh, to tell you the truth, uh, this is a tough one because especially in those South American countries, I I will name the South American, actually no, all of them. In the South American countries, there is that kind of systemic racism that hasn't yeah. been like there isn't a light on yeah. it. Yeah, but he, it's been he, neglected. He, he's he claims he didn't know it was racist. I no, don't know I, him. I, I don't know where he's from. I'm not gonna say if it is or it is. No, he's not he's not the but, first he's not the first player to have done it. I yeah. think that Negrito is a uh Yeah. Because it also it's, wasn't it's, said maliciously. It was yes, said. It, wasn't, it was said to as his in like my, it's like my black brother. Yeah. From what I understand yeah, yeah. from those South American countries, they, they say that. Yeah. And they also have, I mean, in, when they name colors, they say El Negro, like yeah. stuff like that. Yeah. So it's not, you can clearly see that, yeah. Yeah. So, it's, so it's would, you, would, you, would you advocate a ban for that? Or. Or a or a issue a warning and a talking to you know what the problem or, is or is that a is that a mystery games? I think for the sake of uh, the future, I can understand why he'll be the scapegoat. As in, like, hey mm. guys, we don't tolerate this. Yeah, this is if you say this, this is what happens. So mm. I can say I understand why they're going to do that to him. The only thing that I could argue for in that Cavani case. Wait, 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 wait. Do you guys support the three game ban? I if, do. So you, you support he gets a three band ban game ban? I think for the for the good of the future, I think he should have it. I think he should get it. I I think for for I don't support the three game ban. I think he should definitely be issued a warning and and definitely get a fine or something. But the three-game ban, I think, I think is excessive. I don't even think a fine is justified. Actually, I take the fine. But the back. thing is, like, like what Chris. I think if he becomes a repeat offender. But the thing is, what what offenders. Chris says, what Chris just said now. No, then you the, level it. I'm, I'm saying he should get something. But you can't give racists that chance. But the mm. thing is, what Chris just said now, as in, if someone else in the future decides to say, "Hey, I didn't know this," mm. like. Do you understand Somebody has what to me yeah. made the example? Yeah. It, it, it builds that ground yeah. from the future where, like, listen, yeah, nah. in the twenty plus years Cavani's played uh, football, yeah, I've never heard of him being racist, yeah, right. So yeah. I'm not going to call him racist. Yeah, it might be an unfortunate slip of the tongue because that's what he's used to. Yeah, I'm saying out of the principle of the thing. Yeah, you gotta stamp it out. Not saying eh, no. I hear you. You said racist things. You're gonna get banned. We don't care if you were from Timbuktu. 
Yeah, know where you are. Know, know where, where you are. are. You know the history that. of where you are. Yeah. Don't they make them write English competency yeah, tests and stuff cause, like that? Because look, at, at the same time, sort of to your argument, imagine that's him in the street, like at the shopping market, and then calls out, hey, Negrito, or yes. whatever. It's like, that's still going to incite... Yeah, it's good. Yeah, so, so, so he should know better. So they should nip it in the bud before it gets serious. Okay, I get you. Uh-huh. I get you. Racism should never, ever prosper in any form. <laughs> but guys, is that another end of the episode? That's another end of the episode. Yeah. I think we've covered a wide variety of things. We've done well, guys. I think we gave you a bit, right? From, lo- yeah, from load shedding. Yeah. Load shedding. Delivery hunger. men. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, so All right. Another week in the Premier League. All right. Cheers, guys. Cheers, guys. Cheers. Cheers.